Well, our moms think we're funny. Please be advised, this episode contains flagrant use of the N-word from our special guest. But he's black, so it's okay. If this offends you, please skip this episode and join us next week for a brand new attempted humor. Or get over yourself and stop being such a n- Thank you, Corova Entertainment Management. Alright, I guess we should do some kind of introduction here. Alright, so, um... <clears throat> Alright, so... Welcome to the first, the... Yeah, the first episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. This is Jarrell, a.k.a. Turk182, and I'm here always with my P-I-C. That's you. P-I-C? Partner in crime. Oh, yeah, totally. I don't know, I was, I was thinking of, like, you know, CEO, CFO. I was trying to think of what that equated with. Yeah. I'm, I'm Micah, also known as a Comey. I'm sorry, should it would have been better if I sang it. I want to love you, P-I-C. I do not know that song. No, no, no. That you don't. sounds like a Michael Jackson Yeah, P-Y-T. It's just, oh. I want to know P-Y-T. No. Pretty young thing. It was the song that Michael Jackson sang about, um, about Emmanuel Lewis. Um, yeah, no, don't know that one. Sorry. <laughs> I have a lot of Michael Jackson you're stuff. Just, you're just going to let that go. Pretty, hey, everybody don't, you know what I'm Right? This is Leroy Roscoe here. <laughs> I just said that I just said that Michael draw Michael Jackson sang PYT about Emmanuel Lewis. Hey, and I, you were just gonna let that I don't go. know for sure what Mike did in his personal time. <laughs> Emmanuel was a man. He just looked like a kid. You know, one, no, when they were together he was a kid. Was he? Yeah. Hmm. Man, I ain't never checked his ID. Hey, let me ask you a question, right? Before we get into this whole thing about like, Infinity War and all that kind of stuff. Well, well, I guess we should actually introduce Wally here. I mean, he, he just said he was Roscoe he, Leroy Rock. Yeah, he, he threw Leroy, Leroy Roscoe, Roscoe, Roscoe Leroy, Leroy <laughs> a.k.a. And just, just, to, just to warn our viewers, our listeners, sorry, our viewers, our viewers for the blind, just to, just to warn our viewers hell. that... Every time you say something that sends you to hell, I'm just like, hell. Okay, all right. So here's the thing. We've already established I'm going to hell, right? So it's not like 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 I'm going to hell even more. It's it's like it's like when I'm playing Fallout, right? And I start grabbing items and it's like, oh no, you're like over your weight capacity, so now you can't run. And then I'm like, okay, well I'll dump some stuff, right? And I dump some stuff and then I dump some more stuff and dump some more stuff and I'm still over my weight, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what else can I get rid of? I'm like, shit, I need all this stuff. Especially now my armor's all fucked up and I got to use all this stuff to repair it. And I'm like, well, if I'm already above my weight, then fuck it. I'm going to grab all that shit back. I'm going to take all this other shit, too, that I left behind. Right? So that's the thing, right? I'm already going to hell, right? It's like you already got triple life, so why not right. kill I'm a just, few more people? Hell yeah. I'm just like, shit. I mean, if I'm going to go, I'm going to make it worth my while, right? See, I think of it more like... Like the old arcade games, like Donkey Kong, you know, you're gonna die eventually because there's no way to win the game. You just go till you hit the kill screen. But wouldn't you rather like get to the pie factory instead of dying on the first barrel? I have never made it to the pie factory. I've made. I didn't know there was a pie factory. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. very few people. I think like five percent of all players actually make it to that level. Because it's not one of those things like where you know like Pac-Man, you play like the first couple like rounds of like the first screen. Then you play like the first couple rounds, the second screen, right. and the third screen. I guess Miss Pac-Man because Miss Pac-Man is the better, is the more superior Pac-Man yeah, game. It's faster. You know, hashtag feminism. And so, um, hell, 
But but with Donkey Kong, like you play like the first screen, <clears throat> then you go to the second one, then you go back to the first one, then you do the second one, then you go like back to the first one again. No, then you go to the third one yeah. with, the, with the jumping jack thing. So it's the first one, second one, then the third one, right? It's first, second, first, third, second, first. You lost me. Four? I, I never yeah, it's, it's it a weird pass. pattern. But, what's but, what's yeah. the blue stage? The blue. blue that's blue. the Gerger stage. That's second level. Okay, yeah, second that's level. why. I well, I've been I've been studying <laughs> the world record guys and I've been playing it on Mame because hey, if it's good enough for Billy Mitchell, it's good enough for me. But uh, I do love Billy Mitchell. Yeah, I mean I've <laughs> don't we all? Um, but yeah, I've gotten to. Uh, I think I think my personal best is like 160k now. Really? Yeah, it's pretty pretty good for Donkey Kong One. So so, so your Donkey Kong One is as good as my Donkey Kong uh, Donkey Kong Three. Uh, the, the scorings or the scoring is very very different. I mean, I you have to clear the pipe factory before you get in that hey, score range. If who's talking GTA? I got both of y'all. <laughs> I right now I got like two million in the bank, two houses and three garages and about thirty cars. That's okay. pretty good because at the end of the day, the damn gorilla still gets the girl with my game. <laughs> so, man, I didn't say I don't know how many flowers in, in that game, but anyway. All right, so, so I was going to ask my question. My question going yes, back yes. is. In the 80s, right? Why were there so many like diminutive black actors? Like it was, it was almost like like they sought them out. So you had like Emmanuel Lewis, you had Gary Coleman, you had uh, was it uh, Rodney Allen Ripley, right? It was it was like were they manufacturing? Were they going around and just like punching like black kids and like the kidneys and everything so they wouldn't grow? And then hell, huh? Hell. <laughs> You're going to hell. I asked We've a question. Been... I didn't make a statement. Oh, hold on. Kidney punch was definitely a shot. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was, it was like... It was like You're going like to a, Little Caesars. Like a black... That's going to be your hair. You're going to have to sit at Little Caesars and watch the Pizza Pizza Man and <sighs> eat Little Caesars pizzas delivered by somebody with no thumb. If y'all was around, y'all know what we was talking about. Somebody with uh, uh, kidney issues, in short. And what the hell else did he say earlier? Um, well, he made fun of Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't make fun of Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I just imitated his voice. And you did it, too. I did it, too. My pizza partner pizza in hell. Man. That's From now on, you're my P.I.H. <laughs> my partner in hell. <laughs> I, pizza, I just, pizza man. Little Caesar man gonna talk like Stephen Hawking. I just did the Microsoft Sam voice. Thank you very much. It's not my fault that it sounds like Stephen Hawking. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, it's a beautiful place. Would you like a cheese pizza? <laughs> hey, Satan, if you listen, know that both Wally and Leroy Roscoe, Roscoe Leroy had nothing to do with these decisions that were made. And some views do not reflect me or the flat earthers. Not that I'm a flat earther. I just wanted to give them a shout out. Satan. In case the earth is flat and they decided to kick certain people off. Satan, I just want to say, right, that while what what Leroy Roscoe Roscoe Leroy aka Wally is saying is true but I think I think that you could probably have a good case to bring him to hell too on a conspiracy charge (laughs) conspiracy is hard to beat this is a conversation we had and I'd rather not be facing that thank you Satan and all your minions I'm just saying Jesus bless you Why did Jesus you, and Block? Did, did you just say Jesus bless Satan? I mean, they were friends, right? Or at least his daddy was his friend. <laughs> Hold on, what you reading? <laughs> God bless.
relationship. I don't really think that's like that's like saying that you were friends with your father. No, it's it, it's a father son relationship. You never <laughs> friends. That's like I tell my I tell my kids. I'm like I'm like look, I'm your father, but I'll never be your friend. We would never be friends. That's just not how it works. <laughs> Because I'm always going to be your father. Your friends will tell you some bullshit or whatever. Be like, is this a good idea? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm like, that's not a good idea. No, no. I'm going to tell you right now, right? <laughs> that's not a good idea. That's a dumbass idea. Because I'm your father. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to tell you no lies. Well, am I not? I'm taking the high road. Jesus bless you. <laughs> Say I don't know what that means for being saved. But at least I attempted it. <laughs> okay. And you know what, though? I will say that out of all the evil things that I've done and all the bad things I've done today and before, any time I've hung out with with Roscoe or Leroy, Leroy Roscoe, that, Wally, that you have never you have never lowered yourself to my level. And it wouldn't be right for you to be taken to hell. Uh, right. On a conspiracy charge, whatever, just because of your association with me, because instead of you succumbing to my evil influence you're actually trying to raise and elevate me uh, to your stature but that and so mean. i ask i ask that on, on on my behalf you can give me an extra hell if it will keep leroy roscoe roscoe leroy aka wally from going to hell and by that self-sacrifice i've redeemed myself now going to <laughs> i watch constantine i know how this shit works <laughs> Wait, that means I'm there alone. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, you won't be there for long by yourself. Trust, Jarrell's gonna put himself back there within a few minutes of give, talking. Give it the end of the podcast. It's here. coming. I'm gonna be stuck down there alone with the deviant arts and the furries. Die. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen Hawking with that buff ass body and <laughs> that low IQ. I almost fell. I almost fell. Because he's, 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 he's going to be like all jacked like Chris Evans in the first Captain America movie. And he's going to be like, he's going to be like, like simple Jack from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fine brain, Stephen Hawking. So he goes, you, my mom, I mean, you, my mom, make me happy. <laughs> Make room. Don't don't give this room away. Come back. Get <laughs> down back in hell. He's not gonna be gone for long. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's like, man, I didn't even process the paperwork. I need you back. No point in even getting the paperwork. Save the ink. <laughs> okay, so we are going to talk today about Infinity War, which I finally, finally saw. And I, okay, I'm going to say a couple of things, right? So I'm trying not to get too personal when we talk about different things or whatever. But we have gotten personal on uh, on Corova Game Bar. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to say that one of the reasons that it took me so long to see Infinity War is actually two reasons. One, super busy and with my new work schedule where before I used to work like five minutes away from the movie theater. Yeah. And so when five o'clock came... I was like busting out the window, sliding down my dinosaur tail right into the car, and I was out. <laughs> Bam! I'm at the, at, the, at the theater, right? And sitting in line waiting to get to that opening. Um, but now I work like an hour, almost almost like 40 minutes away from the movie theater. Oof. So it's leave work early to try to get there. But then, of course, you got to get there like an hour and a half early and sit in line and ish, ish like that. So I couldn't. I didn't get a chance to make it opening weekend. And, you know, for me, Opening weekends when all the true fans go there. Yeah. Those are the people that shut the fuck up and like watch the movie. Yeah. After that, you've got some of the fans and everything, repeat performances, stuff like that. Then you get the other people coming in. After the second week, 
you've got the also ran movie watchers who aren't really there to watch the movie. So then I was like, I just had to wait, you know, until that time. <laughs> and then plus, you know, I've been I've been fighting with my depression, and with that, it it makes me lose interest in things if I don't if I don't tackle them right away, right? I lose interest in them. And right. so it was one of the things where because I've been I've been dying to see anything from like the long I was like, dude, I can't wait. And I watched that trailer like five times when it came out, and I just devoured it, right? And then when the movie finally came out, I was just like, huh, mm-hmm. okay. And I was like, yeah, I want to see it. And it was like, and it and so you know you put all those things together. And so, but anyway, I did finally get a chance to see it, and I saw it twice, and I was like, all right. You know, now I can talk about it. And I was lucky enough to avoid everything Infinity War related. I avoided it all, which was which was no easy task. Oh yeah, because like after opening weekend, spoilers were all over Facebook. Shit, I didn't even want to open my milk because I was afraid of spoilers. <laughs> all right, so everyone here has seen Infinity War, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yep. I uh, I think I saw it not opening weekend, but the weekend after. Hmm? So, opening salvo goes to who? Um, it's been like a month or a month and a half now since I've seen it. Okay. Something like that. It's It's been a little while, so I I don't know if I'd be able to hit on every point as if I'd just seen it fresh. Um, so, I I was really, I mean, I really liked it. Um, I've heard a I've heard like one or two people kind of react negatively to it, but they're the kind of people who react negatively to pretty much everything. Okay. You know, like we've we've all come across people like that. And they're they're the same people who try to tell us that Jared Leto's a bad joker and all that stuff. Um, like uh, like your boy Adam. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Adam, <laughs> Mr. Hail Hydra. Right. So oh yeah, so the story behind that is uh, he he found he found Turk at Heroes Con and. Proceeded to just argue every point that Hurt brought up about DC movies, and it was actually kind of hilarious to watch. Because and then, then he had the nerve to bring up eugenics, <laughs> yeah, right? And then, it, then it somehow degraded into a conversation about eugenics, and I didn't even know how it happened, <laughs> right? And I was like, I was like, it's like, dude, I was like, eugenics, it does not work. It's flawed. And he's like, no, it works. You just have to keep on doing, it, keep on doing. It. I'm like, that's not eugenics. That's evolution. I was like. <laughs> I was like, it, it doesn't work like that. And he was like, no, no, no. And he was like, DC movies are trash. Hell Hydra. So he, he, hit, me up, he hit me up on Facebook. Your boy, he's all about Hell Hydra, right? So so he hits me up on Facebook with like some some like article where it was like the like the 15 things you have to do to prepare for like a DC movie, right? And so I wrote to him like, no comment. And he replied back. He's like, DC movies are trash. And I replied back. Well, that's like just your opinion, man. And I just <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that text was, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You sent me a screen cap of that, so yeah. So I was I was really impressed with how they handled bringing in so many characters and all these different movie movie uh, franchises that they're tying in here with Infinity War. They all had different tones. You know, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty much straight-up comedy. Um, You know, like, something like Doctor Strange was a little bit on the darker side. And... Just tripping balls. Pretty much, yeah. Well... Thor became, like, not quite Guardians, but wanted to be Guardians. Yeah, Thor was, like... It started off pretty heavy, and then it moved into kind of a comedy series. I actually really enjoyed Ragnarok. 
I will defend Ragnarok because I'll say, if you watch the first Thor movie, he, he it really is this whole fish out of water thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole point of the first Thor movie was him to learn humility. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, if you, you know, before he comes to Earth, right? He's like, hey, let's go and fight the frost giants. Look at this, isn't this awesome? And that kind of stuff. And then when he comes down to Earth, you know, he's drinking. He's like. This is good. More, and he smashes the glass in the yeah. ground. Smashing the coffee down. That was but cool. and he, but he really, he, his tone didn't really change until because remember when he's like, he's like, Jane, take me out to this place here. You'll see who I am, and and it's like you know all this kind of stuff. And then he tries to lift a hammer, and he can't. He's like everything changed for him. And then of course Loki's mm-hmm. like, you know, father's dead, and you can't come back, and blah blah blah. Yeah. But then we move into like Thor: The Dark World, which was a little little darker tone but it still played the whole fish out of water mm-hmm. um the, for the avengers right there's a whole thing it's like you know uh loki like you know like kill blah, blah blah he's like he's adopted i mean yeah the, yeah the, the, he he was he was he, that he was starting to be more humorous there yeah yeah well the, i mean the, they've they really had to make thor a more humorous character just because it makes him the lovable jock and his dynamic in the original comics was, you know, talking in Shakespearean English. It just it wouldn't have equated with the movies as they stand now. I mean, but, I, I like that Thor has some humor, but I also like when the balance is there with the more serious elements of Thor's story. And with Ragnarok, I just felt like they were trying so hard to put the humor in certain places at moments where it just didn't hit. Yeah. And that's what took me out of it at times. Moments where I would have really felt something emotionally to some degree with Thor was killed because, ah, now we're going to really try to laugh right here. Or, ah, now we're going to really try and do this. Well, I totally get that. I will defend Thor in a couple different ways. One is, in the other movies, right, Thor had a supporting cast of people that kind of wrangled him in, Mm -hmm. right? In this one, he's on his own. And so there's no one to wrangle him in. And even though it's it's it is more humor slanted, it's him being Thor the God of Thunder and and now I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. And like I think Infinity War touched on that really well when he's like everything he has is gone. So when his dad died and then you know, like you know, Hella destroys his hammer and all that kind of stuff, and he's he's trying to take it all in stride, but I think a part of him is still thinking, you know, this isn't real. Right, yeah, I saw it happen, but but I'm I'm a god, right? This kind of thing doesn't happen to me, right? And so yeah, he's kind of in shock. But I'm gonna take the doctor, the scene in Doctor Strange's um, Sanctum Sanctorum, when he calls for his umbrella, right? And he's sitting there, he's like, and you just hear smashing stuff. Well, think about all the times he's probably done that on Asgard, and it's just punched through walls and things, right? And never thought twice about it because I'm Thor, the god of thunder, right? You know. Loki's the mischief maker, but I call it just as much mischief and havoc, right? Yeah, but now we get to see it in more of a real-life context where he's doing this, and it's like, um, you're not really understanding what you're doing here, are you? You know? <laughs> I mean, that yeah. moment worked, but there was just a, there was quite a few others. Even with uh, uh, Kate Blanchett, that's who played. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even she looks, she looks so hot in that movie. She did, but she, there were moments where I just, like the humor they tried to give her. Yes, just didn't work. Like, I yeah, that nice. was that was the thing for me. I loved the humor of Thor. I think Thor's a great comedy character, but it felt so inappropriate coming from the villains. In the way that it came, like if it had yeah. been Loki, 
it would work. Well, yeah, because Loki's the god of mischief. Right. He's, but, he's got that kind of charisma, but coming from her and her character, it felt so out of place to me. And in the moments that they chose to try to implement yeah, it, yeah, it, just it moved like, a lot of gravity. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't take her as being more cocky than anything else. Like she took out his eye. She's like, now you look like him. You know. Yeah, but some well, of those moments work better than others. Like, and and I don't even know that that was humor or just the arrogance of a villain in some of those yeah, moments. Yeah. You know. There's, there's a difference. No, there, there's one where she like, ah, it's been a while since I've seen this because I saw this in theaters too. Um, yeah. But like, she has a little miscommunication with one of her henchmen, and she has to like repeat herself several times and like rephrase it. And they're trying to play it for humor, and it just felt so inappropriate because it's like, here I am talking about the next phase of my evil plan, and then oh, here I am there's doing like a this lot of forced moments. Yeah, like, yeah, very. We could have deal without them, and it, it probably for me it would have it would have made the movie better. It yeah, elevated yeah, the movie better. And even in the moments of, of his father leaving, I'm not saying they had to do the uh, Amazing Spider-Man where he sits at the grave for three years, but <laughs> they, it just didn't feel like there was even a second of Thor, even 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 dealing with being in shock. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like I don't, I don't really think he had a chance to though. But that's my point. They could have they could have gave that. They could have gave a second. They could have found a moment. They could have killed some of the, the whack humor and gave that moment. And for me, seeing a hero at these low points makes them more heroic when they can come back and, and find their way back than let's just skip over it. Now it's like, okay, I'm invulnerable to everything. And it's like, nah, that's not in reality. Well, well I, I think I think for me, and we're getting way off Infinity War, but I think for me, <laughs> it's, the, it's the, you know, it, everything happens just boom, 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 boom. And he's never, he's never really given a chance to because everything's happening right after bang 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 right but we do get that moment in infinity war because then he has a chance to like stop and say he doesn't have i mean they're going after thanos but he has that moment where he can say okay now i can take all this in and it's like it's heavy you know yeah and yeah. like i said before also though being a god of thunder and all this kind of stuff he's a god and then king and it's like this kind of stuff doesn't happen I always win. I've got Milner. I've got this, you know, you know, and, and it's it, like I said, it's like like it's not real to him because I'm a god, you know. Right. These kind of things really don't happen. Yes, we have trouble, but we save the day. We, yeah, I always yeah. save the day because, again, I'm a god. But anyway, so but I don't forget. I, I think what we need to remember that that the the name of the movie is not Thor Ragnarok. It's New Doug Ragnarok. New Doug. <laughs> New Doug Ragnarok. That's the actual name of the movie. And I think everybody just loves Korg. And it's like, so long then, New Doug. You know? <laughs> and, and then, of course, that, that little slight nod to Beta Ray Bill. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Don't blink or you'll miss it. Yeah, it made my balls tingle. <laughs> Pause. No. Go back, go, no, pause his comment, but yeah, you go back to uh, <laughs> oh. what you were saying about Infinity. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I was just thinking how much I wish uh, Frog Thor had been in there. But uh, Now, is it true that if they do another Thor movie that um, Beta Ray Bill's going to be in it and he's going to be played by Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh, jeez, dude. It was something, something about like a, like a makeup <laughs> thing that could save so much in a budget. That's what I heard. I don't know. Is, is that true? Mm, hell. <laughs> Complete hair, <laughs> complete hair, and no comment. <laughs> Poor Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Poor Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I mean, that was that was like my 
like overall impression of it was that I was really impressed at how well balanced the scripting was for for uh, Infinity War because they they were able to you know it did it didn't have that comedy imbalance that Ragnarok had. Um, they managed to give equal screen time to all the characters. They made everybody look pretty much equally awesome. All the key characters. All the key so, characters, yeah. Characters. Except, except yeah. for Star-Lord, they made him look like a total prick. But... Well, okay. So, I wouldn't say that Star-Lord came across as a prick. He did come across as very insecure, right? Well, I'm not even talking about that. That was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, that made me like. You talking, talking about you talking about the thing with, scenes with Stark? Right? I'm, I'm talking about when uh, they almost had the gauntlet off of Thanos, and he oh. broke him out of the trance. I mean, okay, so <laughs> I think how it should have ended. Like, I, really, just, I haven't seen how it should have ended. Oh, for this. Well, <laughs> well, they're trying to do that. He's like thing in like Stark says, "Is there anyone that's not trying to stop Thanos right now? Capable of like shutting him up?" And a Nebula comes up behind, like. Like knocks him in the head or whatever. And he's like, "Thanks," because she is just standing there the whole time, right? Yeah, and not yeah. doing anything. Um, I will say, I I didn't care for how they. Well, I understood the marketing of using Wakanda to try to bring the Black Panther audience in. I totally understood what was happening there, but the whole Wakanda scene, other than Thor's arrival, like a lot of it was just like. Ah, like we didn't even you could have just took these characters off the screen like Black Panther the Dora Milaje even the fact that Cap Black Widow and I forgot who else they had with them when they went and saved uh, Vision the first time could handle uh, Thanos' squad with uh-uh. damn near ease and then you get so Corvus Glaive and uh, Proxima Midnight which I think is like the coolest ass name Proxima Midnight that right. name is just awesome shit. but they got the ass handed to them yeah, against them, and then they get to to Wakanda, and they're going against Black Widow and uh, the lead leader of the Dormal Lodge, and it's like they stood no chance all of a sudden. Like I didn't get that change of dynamic. Yeah, you know, I, like I know we, we got to show that they're not gonna win, but it was like y'all really getting y'all ass kicked right here. Like, but why? You know what I'm saying? Like if that's the case, don't even show me the. I thought I was gonna see one of the illest team ups with right. two people who had a, a beef prior coming together and, and like just being dope on screen and it was like oh shit and then Black Panther was like Pink Panther like he, re- he really you know seeing him and Cap standing there was cool no okay I'm gonna tell you the coolest ass scene in that movie right in that part in that fight scene was when they open up the gate right mm-hmm. and and all the creatures start running in and then they're like oh and they start off running and everyone's running and you get that scene where Cap's just pulling the head of the pack and then Black Panther's just pulling the head of the pack. And the two of them are, I was like, that is so awesome. Because right, yeah, the yeah. one thing about this movie is that they they paid such close attention to detail, right? With oh, yeah. scenes like that, where right. it's like, they're both incredibly fast. And they just pull ahead of everybody. And it's like, that's the shit right there. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that was great. I mean, Thanos, they did so much justice to Thanos, which I was worried about. I you mean, was, Homer Simpson? In purple, <laughs> yeah, Homer Simpson. He was dope, though. He was dope, but yeah. I just couldn't stop thinking about how much he looked like Homer without his helmet. I wish that he'd kept the helmet on because he did in the comic. I yeah. definitely. I, I don't know if it was a budget thing. I don't know if it was. Well, people say it was the show that he was confident once he started getting the stones and he didn't feel like he needed armor. But I still thought that was kind of whack. Like, it's, he's just dope. 
yeah. visually with yeah. his, his, his armor. Yeah, the helmet is so iconic now. Now the, the now the big the shoulder pad that that armor thing that looks so nice on him. Oh yeah, know? it does. But uh, I mean, like they they had me hooked with Thanos right from the very beginning because there's that scene with him fighting the Hulk. Yeah, he definitely and, kicked it. Yeah, he's, he's using those like old timey fisticuff boxing moves. I fucking loved it. It was so cool. Which I think was the point to set the record real quick that with or without Thanos is a problem. Yeah. Like, so yeah. let's go ahead and dismantle the Hulk real quick. Okay. So we mentioned the Hulk, right? And I got to bring in. Banner keeps trying to bring the Hulk out. Hulk won't come out. Mm-hmm. Why not? Well, the Russo brothers were. Saying it definitely wasn't fear, which is what a lot of people took from it, from him getting beat in that fight. See, that's what I think it was. I think it was. I think that the Hulk being the bad, the biggest, baddest, the toughest, and just coming off of Sakar, right, where he's just kicking ass, mm-hmm. and he steps up there, and not only does Thanos beat him, but he beats him in like no time. He lets him punch him around for a little bit, and he's like, then he pulls like a complete like you know like usual suspects. Now I'm going to show this man of will what will really is, right. and he just takes him down, you know. And and it's like it's like in no time, like he like once he punched Thor, uh, Hulk in the throat, right. and then like it's like nuts two hits, and he's down. Yet yeah, Hulk doesn't move after that. And I think that that Hulk when he was like because he's like, come out, he's like no, and he won't come out. And it's like I think he was straight up. He wasn't like afraid as in like oh, I'm afraid I'm going to die. He was he was like it was more of like a. Um, He'd been beaten, and he was he was like embarrassed. He was embarrassed. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I I felt, and I, I felt like it would make the most sense because he hadn't faced anything like that. Because the first question I said when the Russo brother said no, that's not it, was well, if that's not it, then why did he even turn into the Hulk in the first place? Why did he even become Hulk leading into that moment if it had nothing to do with fear? He just didn't like Banner and didn't want to be out no more. Like yeah, he could have changed back at any time a long time ago, but not until the ass whooping came did he decide. Well, you know what? I'm just not coming back out. Now the the other thing is well, I'm gonna say two other things, right? And now I'll let you let you go, Micah. Yeah, no problem. Is um is in the original trailer for Infinity War when they show that scene when they're all running together as a big group, Mark. right? Huh? All marketing with the Hulk in it, and the Hulk is in it. Yeah, but we know it's not the Hulk. It's the he's in the he's in the Hulkbuster armor. Mm-hmm. But in that same trailer, we see the Hulkbuster armor. Mm-hmm. So you could have just as well had the Hulkbuster armor in that scene instead of replacing it with the Hulk, right? Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been asking where's the Hulk because we know he's going to be in it, right? Because we see Banner in the trailer too. Yep, yep. It makes me wonder if there was if it was different. Like he was in the armor because I thought when they got him pinned on the ground and they start ripping the armor off, he was gonna Hulk out and then boom, there was the Hulk, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was hoping but, for. but then, so I'm wondering if they changed something like they have done at the last minute, changed some scenes around and stuff like that. Then the other thing is, it could be with the Hulk, he realizes that in order for him to beat Thanos, for him to beat any of them, he can't come at it with brute strength, right? Hmm. And that the best way for him to do it is it has to be an equal partnership of him and Banner, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my strength, your mind, but if I give you my strength, you I'm not mind. there. Yeah. Right. So I'm just giving you my strength and you're really in charge. And he's like, and he recognizes that, but he can't 
he can't commit to it because again, I'm not there. Right. I, I think that's part of the problem with Hulk not having an, a movie to actually get into this stuff more mm -hmm. because we just keep getting these pieces, but the pieces aren't clearly connecting yeah. with the struggle between the two and what happens in between that time and why this happens over that. Even like with Banner at the end of the first one when he was like, I'm always angry. And he just oh, yeah. goes straight into it. So the immediate connection there is, even though it's not supposed to be connected, well, I guess it is, but isn't to Ed Norton's Hulk. You know, when it ended, it was like Norton had control, right? Well, or the feeling that he had control. I don't think it was that he had control so much as he was starting to come to, because Betty says, because I love that first Incredible Hulk movie, right? Well, yeah. you know, the Marvel Incredible Hulk movie, um, or which is what just, no, it's Incredible Hulk. The Ang Lee one is just Hulk. Hulk it's not even yeah. the Hulk, it's just Hulk, yeah. right? <laughs> um, is that Betty says, you know, he's, he's like, you know, it's like I can see everything, right? But I just have, don't have any, you know, I can't affect it. She's like, you know, well, maybe, you know, you're still some piece of you in there and, you know, you can control it. I don't want to control it. I want to get rid of it. But mm -hmm. then in the helicopter scene, he says, well, maybe not control it, but aim it, right? Yeah. And then you can see like a little, there's more of, Banner's not in control, but you can see there's more of that same Banner in Hulk. Because when he saves Betty, which is like one of my favorite scenes, when he saves her from the helicopter, and then in the end, we saves her from from the abomination, right? And it's like he starts to realize that we are well, one and the same, right? And I can't necessarily control him, but I don't really want to control him. But if I can bring him out when I need to, then maybe I can make him go away too. And so, and the thing is, he does that thing. He smiles because he's like, I'm actually in control of when I get to make him come out. As we before, he'd never been in control. Yeah, you know? yeah. When he, when his pulse race or whatever, he came out. But at that moment, he gives that smirk. It's like, I'm doing this of my own volition. Yeah, and that's, no, that's no, what I yeah, Nobody's like, punching me. Nobody's attacking me. Yeah. Like he was in a, a place of balance right with the situation but then as we move forward like that balance is disrupted again but we're not getting this clear understanding of why and i wanted the same thing they had they shot certain which is typical movies you shoot certain things then decide no let's reshoot let's change the script mm -hmm. or was it just simply yeah because of licenses and things of that nature we need the hook visible because he's supposed to be on this package and they we agreed to this pay for this on this package and this toy and this yada yada yada. So we we, we got to use them in the marketing. Like, but we'll probably never know exactly what it was, uh, unless they add something to to the director's cut of, of the Blu-rays or whatever. But a lot of that I felt like was changes and marketing. Like we really want to make sure that we sell this whole cast situation. No different than again how they use Black Panther. You know. We see the movement, we see what's happening. Mm -hmm. We need to get as many of those people to come over here that maybe weren't checking for certain uh, comic films, Marvel films anyway. So let's make sure we change some of the marketing there. Make sure we play certain things in certain ways. And and again, even the dynamic with Black Panther and Cap, every time you saw them place, there was that structure of, 
I guess the similarities between the two in mm-hmm. certain ways and the right. balance between the two because anytime you saw them standing together or talking or whatever there was a certain respect and a certain angle that they would shoot them from or show yeah. them from yeah because they because they really are they really are the the they're kind of equals for their country they both represent right. their country they fight for their country they live for their country they die for their country right right and so in that way as we're T'Challa's the king and and Cap isn't the president, but in some ways his stature is just as high, and people look up to him. You I would, know, I would say it's higher because he represents the ideals on which America was founded. So, so right. So, so well, they they are the, the imaginary ideals. Right. They are yeah. equals in that uh, in the aspect. I say that as a committed anarchist. So, <laughs> but you know, going back to the whole, I think, like you said, we're not we're not getting a full picture. We're getting pieces of a picture, right? When mm-hmm. Banner comes back in uh, in Ragnarok, right, and he's like, you know, well, I've been the Hulk for two years, and the thing is, the Hulk has been sleeping during that time, and normally when he sleeps, when he calms down, he reverts back, right? Yeah. And and he's like, he's he's, he's shocked by the fact that you know, and he says, you know, I'm afraid that if I turn to Hulk again, I won't, you know, I, I, the Banner's going to be gone completely. Yeah. And again, they don't really talk much about it. But I think part of it is that there's that same feeling with the Hulk. Is hmm. that, you know, if I let you turn back into Banner, maybe I won't ever come back again. Yeah. Because the two of them, which I think Peter David did really well in the Hulk comic book, when you saw that door in his mind where he's like, only one of us can be in charge. And of course, then you had like the the Grey Hulk and the Green Hulk both fighting for which one's going to be able to take over the body, right? Right, right. And, but they're all the same thing. They're all aspects of the same person. And they don't necessarily like that person, but they refuse to accept the fact that they're all the same person, right? right. It's like, I'm just another aspect of you. I see myself as being the better half of you, right? But, but in reality, I'm still just you. I mean, like, even though I say, well, I'm the better half of you because these are all the things, but it's almost like a, like a, like a fight club thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm everything you wish you could be, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm I'm still, I could be that person if I want to be and be everything else. Just a matter of just changing, changing aspects about myself, but not completely creating a whole separate identity to do that with. I mean, as far as, like, Harkening back to the Marvel comics of the 60s, the Hulk has always been a story about men struggling with his darker nature and making compromises with his darker nature. Because, you know, when when it's like those first six issues, because originally the series only ran six issues before it got canceled, Hulk only came out at night. Right. And it was like, okay, well, here's this allotted time where you have no control. And as the series goes on, it becomes all sorts of things, whether it's it happens under duress. And then I know there's like an arc within the second or third year of the comic where Banner uh, creates a machine that induces the transformation into the Hulk. So that's where you start exploring like the compromise aspect of it, where it's like, well, fine, we'll we'll let this happen, but only when it's my idea. And so it becomes that kind of thing. So it's it's pretty it's pretty similar to what they're doing with the movies with that aspect, I think. And you know, and uh, I think it's it was done really well uh, in the whole comic books leading up to issue three hundred when he went insane. Which, if you've never read that Hulk three hundred, when he goes nuts and beats the shit, do when Iron Fist comes at him, 
with the Iron Fist and Hulk catches his fist, right? And it doesn't move the Hulk at all, but because he catches his fist, it shatters every bone in Iron Fist's arm. Nice. And then Power Man comes up and he backhands him and knocks him through like five skyscrapers, right? <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. I mean, he picked up a statue, and I, this is a completely different thing I'll have to come back to later, but he picks up a statue of himself made by Alicia Masters, and I believe it was carved out of adamantium. He picks it up and his fingers dig into the sides of it. Nice. Thor throws his hammer, right, and hits the Hulk, and Hulk actually lifts it up off the ground like an inch because he had gone nuts. And of course, the matter he gets, the stronger he gets. So his, I mean, you want to talk about over 9,000? That's why Dr. Strange had sent him into the crossroads. Yeah. But leading up to that, though, he was this kind of banner Hulk there. <laughs> and uh, and they, were so, they were showing how he was slowly losing control. Yeah. One of the cool things about it is, the, um, I forget what you call it, that little, uh, they used to have uh, on the comic books, the little headshot thing, show the characters there, right, where the number and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's the, a the quarter box. Right. Like the, the, like the 10 issues are so leading up to that, it's almost like a flip book. It's Hulk in like a lab jacket, and, and he's like mixing chemicals, but then the next one is like him slightly like dropping or whatever, and if you, it's a slow like just graduation <laughs> into him going into full Hulk. And awesome. you also get that in the first Secret Wars, where he's starting to lose it. He even says to himself, you know, I'm you know, I'm starting to lose my humanity here and go back into the Savage Hulk and I just gotta hold it together and hope nobody notices. You know? <laughs> but of course Reed Richards and them they pick up on it. Yeah. And I think uh because Reed picks up on an issue, was it four when the molecule man drops that mountain on him, right? And uh but anyway, I mean so I think they're they're kinda of putting all that but because he has so little screen time, they're just, they're like, here's a little bit here, here's a little bit here, here's a little bit here, here's yeah, a little bit yeah. here. And you've got, you've got to piece it together. I can do it, you can do it, you can do it because we know the character, mm -hmm. but everyone else is kind of lost, like left in the dark being like, how are we getting from here to here? You know, yeah. why? And you're really trying to, you're, you're forcing people to like, to try to put these pieces together without all the pieces. You know? Right, right. But, so, you know, we were talking about, um, by some of the little things and the little touches in Infinity War, things that I love, right? So I'm not sure if you noticed um, in in a, a new Doug Ragnarok, right? Yeah. Doctor Strange is wearing his cool leather gloves, right? Right. He's not wearing them in Infinity War, which something I thought was really awesome is when um, Doctor Strange and Wong are. He had one at the end of Doctor Strange too, right? When he sat down to talk to Thor and yeah scene. yeah that's what I mean and, and yeah. that scene yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so yeah. Doctor Strange is leaving to go to the deli to get something right and then Wong finds money and Doctor Strange is wearing like this like sweat jacket hoodie yeah, yeah. and then like you know the Hulk comes crashing through the ceiling he turns and he's in his Doctor Strange outfit it's just on him yeah and then the yeah. cape comes out of nowhere and gets on him right when you see him Doctor Strange later on when he's casting spells and stuff right he actually has scars on his fingers from the surgery. Nice. So if you see it, he's got these long scars that run along his fingers from the hand surgery and stuff, <laughs> which I thought was kind of awesome. That's amazing. I did not notice that. And uh, so, uh, like I said, just to talk about the little touches. And um, in Infinity War, of course, obviously, you know, spoilers are going to be abound in this thing because we've already been talking about it, but oh, yeah, Infinity War. morning on screen before it's no hosting this. Oh, well, yeah, well, figure if we, yeah, yeah. but um, when, when Spider-Man dies, 
right? Yeah. And he's like, and he grabs Stark. He's like, yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. I don't want to go, right? Mm -hmm. And Tony's just sitting there in complete shock. What I love about that is if you go back to Homecoming, right? Mm -hmm. When he, when when Stark, when Iron Man saves the Staten Island Ferry and tells him he wants the suit back, right? Yeah, yeah. And he says, you know what? He goes, you know, what What if I hadn't shown up there, right? And he goes, all those people on that boat would have died. That would have been on you, right? Yeah. And if you die, that would be on me. And I don't want that on my oh, conscience. Oh. Yeah. And then, connection. and then in Infinity War, he tells him to leave. He doesn't leave. He comes back and then he dies. And that's on, because he, because he knights him, he goes, you're an Avenger now, kid, right? Yeah. And he dies in his arms. That's on his conscience. What he said in Homecoming, I didn't want. And he's stuck there just looking dumbfounded. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what I tried to prevent. And that's, that's true. But And and I'm sure Tony will, have, you know, mentally deal with that. But on the flip side, yeah, if Spider was going to die, he was probably going to, yeah. <laughs> but if Spider was going to die, he was going to die. Like, him dying had nothing to do with him being with Tony. He had everything to do with, I guess, the gauntlet's choices. Yeah, and who yeah. And who did. Well, right. the gauntlet but, is indiscriminate in its choices. Right. But but the fact that he did it in his arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. That's why I say Tony's definitely going to have to mentally deal with it. And that might even be how they take him into the drinking and close him. I don't know, you know. But what I love about that scene is the fact that Spider-Man knows that he's going mm -hmm. way before anybody else knows that they're going because of, spider because of the spider sense. And so he starts freaking out before he starts disintegrating or any of that. I fucking loved that. You know, you know, to me, now some people say that Peter Parker's death, the Spider-Man's death, was the worst death out of them all, right? It's pretty heartrending. <laughs> you know, you know, for me, who the worst death was? Groot. Nope. Really? <laughs> Groot killed me. Falcon. Falcon, oh. Because nobody sees him die. Yeah. War Machine is looking for him. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, Rudy. I mean, that's that Rudy's like, Sam, Sam, where are you? And he's there dissipating in front of him, but he doesn't see him because he's looking up and he dies without anybody seeing him. They don't even know he's gone. I mean, obviously, going to do a head count later. Um, old girl from the door of Milage when she's trying to find T'Challa, too. No, she sees him. Somebody sees him go. I don't think she saw him, though. But somebody at least saw him go, right? But, but I'm just saying the feeling. Oh, right. Yeah, like she just watched her. Oh, oh did she see him? I think she Maybe saw she him. did because she just watched. Her king, yeah, and that's what she lives for. Her country, her king. Mm -hmm. So, which, which is a great scene in Black Panther when she went. She's like, she's like, come on, let's go. She's like, I serve the throne, right? And Wakanda, you know. Right. It, and I was like, that, that to me, because it would be so easy to be like, yes, let's go. I don't agree with this. She's like, hey, I may not agree with him, but this is my place. Right. I, I love the way they grounded her character there, and I did not know that was Michonne. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay, that's that's tight. Oh yeah, I didn't know that was Michelle. That's cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, so Sam's death to me was like was like the roughest. So I was like, nobody that, saw him go. He had no one there to comfort him as he died. All them niggas died was funny to me. It's funny because <laughs> I knew they was gonna die. <laughs> like, I ain't no need me being attached to it. Like, die, nigga, die. We can get to the second one. Captain Marvel was coming. We finna fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? So hey, Mike. Yeah. Guess what? What? We're all going to hell together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about fictional people dying. No, no, no. no you no, talking no, about no, real no. people dying. No, no, Total no. different. No, no. Not only that, but you were like, die, and then you die. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> that was you. I was waiting for the snap. I, I would have snapped a long time ago. Just tried it. Can they die now? Shit. Need one more stone. Can they so, die now? I wouldn't even been fighting Cat. Nigga, I'm about to kill everybody, bro. Like, what the fuck is you here for? 
Leave. I would have did like this. Hold up, cat. Hold up. Let me show you something. Ah, nigga. Oh, your people gone. Who you gonna say now, nigga? What that shield gonna do about this? <laughs> Can you shit block this? So, I, I mean, like those. Tony, guys. what got you got for this, nigga? Woo, your man dead. You didn't see him, did you? Gone. I'd have snapped three times. Nigga, 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 nigga. Sorry, I just had to express. I was rooting for the snap. I was sitting there watching my watch like, man, this nigga don't snap. Why are you fighting with these cats? Steve, sit your ass down. Watch this. We're cutting up forever. Not no more. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would have been on if I was staying up. I just killed my daughter, my my stepdaughter. She dead, nigga. Oh, I care about nothing. Okay, well, two two things, two things. One. He could have been like, you didn't see that? Let me bring him back. Woo! <laughs> oh, you see it? Now you see like it? Like the way, way Thanos handled vision. No, nigga, you ain't gone. Come back! <laughs> you know, now die. That was dope. That was. You know, you know. It, that was Debo. I can I can see I can, chain, I can see him. I can see him. What chain? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that stone, nigga. What stone? I'm dead. No, you're not. I, I I'm gonna let your babe watch me bring you back. I'm gonna kick your ass in front of your babe, nigga. And, and kill you again. And then kill her, too. And then oh, kill yeah. her. So messed up. It's like, that was all pointless. Uh. Alright, so. Y'all I, I, did all that. I just been like, listen, bitch. I don't know what you did. You know I got these stones, baby. <laughs> you know I got these stones. And I'm getting mad, nigga, stone. Come back, nigga. Alright, so I, I can see Wally like with the Infinity Gauntlet and everything, like pull, pull, pulling up the pillar from Golden Child and like, ah, 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 why she got like, come and go, come and go, come, ah, 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 I want you to die, please. <laughs> Just do like the multi snap stuff. <laughs> well, I would have been practicing my snap years before I even got the, the gauntlet. Like, I'm gonna try to snap like this. Hey, uh, evil niggas, come check this out. How should I snap? Like, or should it be more like, ah, uh, or should I put my wrist and my waist into it? Like, like what snap is best? I would have been prepared, especially once I knew I had to kick my daughter off the joint. Oh, nigga, this is gonna be the snap from hell. Oh yeah, he, he would he would put on some, uh, like some of that like flamingo music. <laughs> I've been messing with him. I've been like. Uh, uh, Good to snap. Good to snap. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't see the instruction manual? Thor, he ain't tell you it was an instruction manual? When I snap, that's that. Your hammer can't do shit to me. He'd have been Denzel. King Kong ain't got shit on this snap. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, 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 was the, what was the name of that band from the 90s of that song, I Got the Power? What was that? That band was called... <laughs> All day. Oh, that, 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 would, that would have been tight if, like, if fans are showing up and, like, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of heavy. It's like, I got the power. <laughs> there would have been no conversation. And, and some, some of my man's in there, too. You, you can do that in, like, in, in Black and Fanny War, right? Black <laughs> and Fanny War. Just, just, just like your Black Star Tracky be Black and Fanny War if they don't show up and everything. I was like, messing with everybody. <laughs> Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Alright, so that's that's one thing for me. Uh, like, all those deaths at the end were really heart-wrenching, but what I really would have liked to have seen was him snap his fingers, credits roll. No after credits, nothing. I kind of like okay, Sam then, Jack get it. Did that, you, that was pretty good. <laughs> did you hear about the Reddit thing? The Reddit. Oh, yeah, where people on Reddit got 
selected for yo so so the they, snap. they they did this whole thing with like this like Infinity War Reddit right and then I think they 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 had it to three hundred thousand people and then they locked it yeah. so no one else could join and then they just randomly eliminated half the people in the subreddit mm-hmm. like the subscribers were just gone and I was like. <laughs> That is the coolest shit. That was that was pretty rad. So let me. Uh, I'm I may be unclear on this. Um, w- would it have been possible that Thanos could have been erased as well? So I thought about that, right? Because in the end, when he he goes to like what looks like the the little like place it, with, with baby Gamora, right? And I'm thinking. So if you <clears throat> if you read the comic book, right? There's you know if you the soul gem, like. When you die, you go into the soul gem. That's why Adam Warlock and Thanos are connected, is because they both died through the soul gem. And so they, like, Adam Warlock, if you remember in the in the Infinity Gauntlet yeah, comic, comic book, right, he's yeah. like, he's like, I know everything he's going to do because we're still connected through the soul gem. So all the stuff with the heroes fighting him, that was all just to keep him from remembering that I know what he's going to do and all this kind of stuff, right? So now, obviously, we don't have Adam Warlock because he right. was in Guardians Two, which I don't know now if he's going to be in Guardians Three. That's another topic we're not, yeah. we're not going to get into right now. Um, but anyway, um, uh, so I think, cool I think I think that God he died. Doom showed up. God Doom. Yeah, that would be interesting. Love it. <laughs> and so and he was like, "You should have snapped like this." I don't even snap. I just punch him. But anyway, so I think he may have gone. He may have gone. He may have died, gone to the soul gym, and he's basically in wherever you know, like his personal heaven, right? Because that's all he really wanted out of that. And that that would support the theory of I think we were talking earlier. I think we were talking about it about they may not actually face a present day Thanos. It may just be all when they're time skipping and trying to stop this from happening (laughs) that they face Thanos. You know, and that's that would also explain why they had to go and put together a new gauntlet and go through that whole process of sacrificing somebody in the whole nine. Right. Because you gotta do that. But so all right, so let's start at the beginning, right? I like how Thanos show starts off and he's already got I think the power gem, right? And he just shows up there on like on the Asgardian vessel and he only normally eliminates half a race. And they make something, they make a reference to like half of Asgard being gone um, or something like that, right? But everybody's on that ship and then he blows the ship up. So, like, all Asgardians dead? I, I really don't know. But, I don't know, but I assumed but, pretty much everybody was. Right, so, but he, so he destroys that, you know, Thor lives or whatever. And then he gets the, was I think we said the Space Stone, right? From the, from the Tesseract, yeah. the Cosmic Cube. Yeah. So at this point, he's got two stones. You can't beat him. Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah. You cannot beat him. It's really just a matter of time before he gets everything else. A reality. That was the one we couldn't think of the other day. Reality yeah. stone. Once he got the reality stone, I mean, that shit was over. What, what oh, he does yeah. to Gamora with the reality stone. All of them so jacked. That was crazy. Um, but, yeah, so it's like, you can't, when he has one stone, he's got a tremendous amount of power, right? right. Even before he had the he's Thanos. Then when he gets two, but by the time he gets that third stone, it is over. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you had the other two stones, you or three stones, you try to use them against him, you can't. I mean, it's so. Hey, but so you know, then we get um, we get all that stuff, and 
I love the fact that Peter Dinklage is in the movie, right? And he's a giant. And he's a giant. But he's not a giant. He's a giant dwarf. Right. Yep. And I was like, I thought that was kind of awesome that he, you know, they like, they get this little person to play the biggest person oh, yeah. in the movie. It, it almost made up for his role in Pixels. Yeah, man. Damn, Almost. Thor left him there with his hands like that, man. But there's nothing he could do. <laughs> Crack him out or something. No, no, like, and I, don't, I don't think they were... I mean, those, those hands were mangled. Give him some Robotus or something. <laughs> Can you give him some Tussin? <laughs> something. It's a So, well, I'm, I'm assuming by the, by the look of that, he took his hands and dipped them down in like... Yeah, that's what hot, like. like, you know, molten iron or whatever. Yeah. And so, you can't break him out that his hands are just messed up. But, dude, that was... That was jacked. Oh yeah, that means there's no one to make those weapons anymore. I love when he goes to like to sit down, but he can't put his hand down to look. He just kind of falls up against the the workbench and oh, then yeah. kind of slides to the ground. That was uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, hail to the Dinklage. That was fantastic. Such a good scene. And like so, you know, going back to the Thor thing, when he's sitting there talking to Groot, and Groot's like, uh, I mean, uh, Rock and Rock is like, oh, I gotta be captain. And he's like, yeah, you know, my people are dead. And he asked me, he's like, you know, well, what if you fail? And he's like, and your Thor has that has that realization where like, I think in, in Ragnarok, he didn't have it. But here he's like, yeah, there's a there's a good possibility that there's no coming back from this, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, I thought before that things were kind of rough, but then I beat Hela, you know? Mm-hmm. I had to sacrifice Asgard, but Asgard is a people, not a place. Mm-hmm. But now Asgard's gone completely. The place is gone. The people is gone. There is no Asgard anymore. It's just Thor. If it was Thor and Valkyrie, okay, there's still an Asgard. But right now, it's just Thor. There yep. is no Asgard. And I think in that moment, he's just like, he's just like, you know, it's a real possibility. And I love that thing. He's like, he's never fought me. He goes, yeah, he has. And he's like, well, he's never fought me twice. You know, he's like, yeah. he's trying to pump himself up. But in reality, he's like, dude, I'm. I'm fucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah, if, if, if I couldn't beat him when he had one stone, I can't beat him when he's got two. Right. Are, are, are we working here, my brother? <laughs> I apologize. The hose is calling. No disrespect. I have total respect. And I have absolutely no respect. That was uh, that was Leroy Roscoe, Roscoe Leroy talking, and uh, not Wally. <laughs> Lordy. So yeah, we have time for a short break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why, why is this word used so frequently? So I just, I just don't understand it. I, and I'm trying to understand it. I need help. Yes, I, I use nigga. I've, I've used it. Hi, right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs> 